this podcast contains strong language and adult themes from the outset. Hi everyone, and thanks for listening to Because You Watched, the podcast where comedians pitch the kind of TV show and movie ideas they'd never be able to get away with in real life. My name's Beck Hill, and I'm joined as ever by the Scooby to my Shaggy, the Mulder to my Scully, the Ed Norton to my Brad Pitt, it's producer Rory. Hello, that's me. Uh, I am a producer and I, I've basically done some research on the video on demand category this episode. Um, and I'm going to be taking down the notes of the fantastic new ideas we come up with for that category uh, and help them become the best ideas they can possibly be. Well, let's not waste any more time. Introducing our first guest, she's an award-winning stand-up comedian, the host of Channel 4's Crazy Delicious, and according to Dawn French, the third funniest woman in the world, it's Jade Adams. Hello, Beck. Hello, everyone. Hi, Hello. Um, thank you for having me on. Hey, thanks for joining us. How's your cupboard? Uh, I am currently sat... Uh, I'd be t- to be honest, we moved to Leon C and I've got a really lovely view out of my window, so I, I've got like a view of the estuary. Oh. I have been locked down in a situation that I am very thankful for that I made a decision to move out of London when this all happened oh yeah well I'll tell you what it takes sitting in a cupboard for most of this lockdown for me to realize how overrated London is <laughs> <laughs> and introducing our second guest you have heard her on previous episodes it is actor writer improviser and battle scarred because you watch veteran Georgia Maguire <laughs> <laughs> hello how are you going Georgia how's your cupboard very good my cupboard is tiny and dark and lonely <laughs> so it's lovely to hear you guys <laughs> I, I have not made the clever decision of leaving London so I am in a hobbit hole as it is and made even smaller by this situation isn't but, it know. weird how you start to realize how much how how much extra money you spend on being in a tighter environment in a place nearer other people (laughs) where you're more likely to be infected like I've never been more wary of my zombie escape plan (laughs) yeah Rory take us away yeah we're gonna get into all things kind of spooky and supernatural because our category for this episode is binge worthy supernatural tv programs which is a real category on netflix there are 30 titles within it at time of recording including the witcher stranger things and the animated version of death note uh there are a lot of omissions and stuff though is anyone here a big fan of the genre uh, and has seen anything in this category or which should be in the category well i love all supernatural tv shows it's just netflix have only got two of them that i've actually watched but i have watched others well what's your favorite my favorite um is buffy the vampire slayer i am oh class i I when I say I am a f- I'm a fan of something I really really mean it. I don't I you know there's these people that are like oh I love this and I love this oh that's my favorite that's my favorite there this is it. I any any question about what's my favorite TV series it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I I um I love it long time. There's things that I would change about it. There needs to be a lot more. I mean I say this purely as someone who is one but there needs to be some more fat people in this shit I tell you. But the only problem with that is that people are normally running away from supernatural creatures. And as I can tell you, I would be dead within the first episode of um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer because I just sit on a gravestone and um, 
have a sit down and I'd be I'd be bitten and I'm pretty juicy. I know how mosquitoes are around me. <laughs> what about you, Georgia? Um well yeah, I I also actually loved Buffy. Um I hadn't seen it for ages and I rewatched the um first episode thinking about this genre. Ooh, why are you doing that? Don't watch the first series. Oh no. Don't, no, you've got um, <laughs> right, to do you think that's the worst awful, one? Awful, terrible series. Got to start I had such a nice time though. Did you? I just uh, I find yeah. series two is the one for me. Like I I, I right. rewatch Buffy every single year, but I haven't um I always I, <laughs> do you? Yeah, I have done since it finished. The first season is a lot of um there's a lot of uh sort of quite juvenile supernatural stuff in it that is like there's a whole thing with this dummy that comes alive when they're in a theater show and he's got this really terrible brooklyn accent and that's really bad (laughs) then you've got like xander turning into a fish although you do get to see xander without his top on which was great (laughs) this isn't a podcast about buffy is it because i i mean i could just take over and do an entire hour on why buffy's fantastic this is the thing about um these these supernatural tv programs is that these things the the things that happen at the supernatural things are normally a metaphor for some non-supernatural phenomenon yeah in buffy specifically the the all of the stuff that the characters go through with the supernatural stuff is actually a metaphor for growing up this is not the time for me for you to be asking me <laughs> i like if if i get on a roll stop me because i i am um, i adore it I adore it so much. Well, something what? you mentioned there is actually, yeah, I know, I would never have guessed. Something you mentioned there is actually really interesting because you were talking about it kind of being a metaphor for growing up and it is a recurring theme in this category that Buffy obviously fits into and it's seen in other stuff. There's a description for a movie or a TV uh, program, I guess, called Gin, which is a 2019 uh, Netflix original, which is described as a field trip to Petra causes two genes, as in genies, one good, the other evil, to enter the human realm turning high school into a supernatural battleground. Um, there is something about the supernatural which just seems to really love messing about in high schools. Um, 14 of the 30 entries in this category mention teens or some kind of school in their description. So that does seem to be something that you maybe might want to uh, smush in with your ideas, see if there's any kind of teenage character. I don't know what your ideas are, but someone to keep in mind, I think, for later. Actually, I, I, I would actually flip that on its head, which I'll speak to you about later Ooh. on. I think that there are way too many supernatural TV shows where the focus is teenagers. And I think that we need to um, make... Well, anyway, when you ask me the questions, I'll give you the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Jade, what is your idea for a binge-worthy supernatural TV show? So, right, it's binge-worthy. So it's only going to be two seasons or possibly a third, maybe with a special on it. Nice. Um, uh, I want to get it all out and done. I have no interest in creating EastEnders. Um, (laughs) uh, So it's two season. And I... So basically, the premise is, I think, why do no supernatural things happen to normal people? I have come up with this character called Chantel. She finds out that she can speak to the dead, although she doesn't want to. She would rather just play Animal Crossing. (laughs) And she is... I haven't a basis anywhere, so she could be anyone, although I I have some ideas for who could play her. I want her to be a sort of straight-talking woman who people don't really understand because she doesn't behave like normal girls. Um, I was going to have her working as a a receptionist in a building where lots of people take, uh, take... um, liberties with her generosity um, so I, I'm, I'm sort of slightly ignore her and then come over and sort of you know 
they use her in a, in, in a way because she's straight talking and she always gives great advice and people come over and they ask her stuff and then they leave and they don't ever ask her about her life. Um, until one day uh, a, a ghost, uh, a spirit guide uh, starts talking to her. Um, and this is a bloke called Gavin. Uh, and uh, this, because there's never been a ghost called Gavin. Um, That's true. My husband's called Gavin and he is quite pale. So. Oh, Yes. Already pitching him go. as the cast. He hates acting, but you know. Fab. We well, can make I, it happen. I mean, <laughs> any name like Gavin or Kevin or Brian or Dave or Steve or Robert or Rich or something like that, yeah. I think that would just a super normal name for a ghost because that never happens. Like yeah. they're always sort of spooky, like men in in clothes that they would have worn in the 1700s. But like you never see a ghost in a supermarket. You don't ever, you yeah. you don't meet ghosts who were like once like sort of you know 90s chavs like myself. <laughs> <laughs> also, Gavin the ghost has a really nice alliteration to it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, da, 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 da. Gigi. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she gets his spirit guide, and he basically um, starts, t- uh, you know, opening her eyes up to this otherworldly um, thing that's happening um, around her. And he believes, like Morpheus believes in Neo, that she's actually this girl who just sits behind a desk, uh, uh, giving people um, evils essentially, and uh, also, you know, like she's sort of very, very straight talking. I don't want her. She's not a submissive person at all. She's super straight talking, but she just doesn't have that sort of the 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 level of self-worth that she gives to other people isn't some that she gives to herself yet um so she uh but gavin the ghost believes that um that she uh, uh chantelle is actually the um uh the the key to the end of the uh, there's an apocalypse approaching and she is the key to it but first of all he has to introduce her to this world and she has to sort of basically um learn all about uh the this otherworldly stuff that's happening around her that she wasn't aware of um mm. and this uh and, and in in this uh show i think that the 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 sort of um metaphor the supernatural non phenomenon um uh metaphor in this uh in this show will be about um about self-worth so the the demons and the ghosts and the werewolves and the vampires and all of the 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 the, the different things that come at her are actually um all of the thing all of the things that you you know we put in our we put in the way of our own success and people put in the way of our success and people telling um specifically women that they can't do this because they're not like that or they can't do that whereas Gavin the ghost um shows her that she can achieve whatever she sets her mind to oh i love it that's really nice she's gonna fuck up loads on the way i mean that's a nice moral end to it but she's gonna be an absolute nightmare um (laughs) uh uh, yeah she'll be she'll be an absolute nightmare she won't want to run she won't want to um she won't want to put any of the effort in um she'll blag a lot of stuff as well that would be another part of her um (laughs) so is she inherently quite lazy then no she's not lazy she's she just you know doesn't see the need to run unless um unless unless there's a unless there's a huge reason to and even then she'd rather get an Uber, she'd rather get inside of a cab and get yeah. herself yeah, exactly. taken away good point yeah there's always a road next to a graveyard you don't always have to run you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you you mentioned that she has this ability to speak uh with the dead even though she doesn't really want to is this something that's totally mundane to her no it's not she's gonna absolutely freak out and there'll be an entire <laughs> episode of her um freaking out because that's another thing that doesn't happen in supernatural tv programs all these normal people where this stuff all happens they all act like this is just every day and it t- gives them like 10 minutes to get over it no, <laughs> yeah, there's, gonna so be an, right. there's gonna be an entire 
entire episode where she freaks out and the whole episode is surrounding all the different ways she's freaked out. I love that. <laughs> I, uh, I'd i love it if we got a bit more on the nose with the with those demons as well. I love the idea of it being more to do with uh, self-doubt and, and confidence and everything. So I, I like the idea of her looking into a mirror, you know, she's she, and you get a Bloody Mary-style person who comes up behind her, but instead of them scaring her, they're just like, oh, you've got split ends. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah. Gavin might change a few times. Like, because she can speak to the dead, there'll be lots of, I think there'll be a lot, uh, a few spirit guides that come in and out of of, of it, because she'll be the the main thing. I don't want it to be at end up where she doesn't, she, she learns how to understand stuff through a bloke. I, I just, I, I was just thinking of sort of like a normal situation, but you know, like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Of and, course. Yeah. And oh my God, pa- best character ever. Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze relationship in Ghost is um obviously that's, uh you know, hilarious, but it's always worth in a series to like ruin everyone's expectations of how good a person is. You don't want anyone, yeah. like a nice, good character is a boring person to watch. You don't, you don't want that. A nice, good person isn't. Yeah. This is why I always sort of, I'm very surprised at, you know, like the term virtue signal, um, I'm always very surprised that people want to do that because the people that are like good in TV programs are all the people we don't like the most. So why is everyone trying to be good all the time? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I want them all to sort of break bad, essentially, throughout, including all uh, all the people that are perceived as good. Talking about individual episodes, so you, you were saying it's kind of almost like a monster of the week thing, where eventually once she once she stops freaking out and manages uh, to kind of like you know get on the get on the right foot and push forward again, it's kind of more of like these things come at her which represent issues in her life or things that make her less confident or doubt herself and stuff like that right yeah yeah so so like would it be a bit like you know there's that one episode of uh buffy the vampire say which is once more a feeling where everyone's in a, in a musical essentially mm. everyone's singing and stuff oh i love um, that one yeah i think that there you know there's the possibility of of doing those sort of uh, episodes where they sort of transport themselves into a different world i think that would be really fun and what's the point of doing a supernatural tv a binge worthy supernatural tv program unless you are going to give the audience a musical episode or um (laughs) an episode entirely devoted to contemporary dance i.e always sunny in philadelphia (laughs) or a muppet episode there always needs to be a muppet episode there's one in angel i know there you go that is why i suggested it (laughs) 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any idea for cast anyone that we're uh Lizzo. casting Lizzo, Lizzo. Oh, yes okay. yeah. <gasps> can we so I guess Lizzo in order to get the attention of the execs and stuff then um clearly Lizzo has to to write a song about it write and perform a song it needs to be a new pop hit no, I think this is just going to be her event. She'll be wanting to do this as well. She seems the type, but this is her venturing into acting. I don't think she does any songs at all. Oh, really? Not no, even in the singing yeah. episode? <laughs> no. no, I think... No, well, she'll, obviously, the singing episode, they definitely will, and that's what the, the fans and everyone will wait for, and they'll definitely get to series two when you do that. I, it won't be until series two, at least, that we that we get her to sing. But, you know, we, she wants... I, I imagine that Lizzo wants to show off her acting chops. And, you know, they all they all want to have... They, you know, they, everyone wants to get that sort of... Um, is it, what is it called? The Giot or the Giot or... Egot. Egot, that's it. We don't get her to do... Um, her uh her singing because we want to help her get an emmy and i think that we she'll want to show everyone that she's more than just a singer which she definitely is any uh any cameos that you'd like to have throughout the series as well because you've got to have your cameos who would i put in it i mean i don't i'd love to have meryl streep in it i'll be honest um just in a background walking 
just walks past in the <laughs> yeah. background An reenacts, a, reenacts a gif her character in the devil wears prada that's where i want her to be and then i just oh, want her yeah. to show up and like tell people off and then go <laughs> she would be like a great boss you know and i mean she's already played that but mm. who gives a shit she was really great at it yeah i i used to work for a woman who was basically like that i bleached my hair one day came into work and she called me in and went, I'm giving you Wednesday half the day paid to take off. Go and get your hair fixed because I'd bleached wow. it myself. Oh my she was like, go get your hair fixed. This is my colorist. I really recommend it. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I would have been offended, but she'd like paid me half the day to go and then paid for the yeah. treatment as well. And I was like, ah, uh, I'm not, I'm too poor to care right now. That's lovely. So that, <laughs> yeah. that is a scene in this show. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Done. <laughs> I will go. be in the writer's room. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> what, and what do we call, what do we, what's the show called again? I haven't given it a title yet. That was, that was something I was, I'm, I'm not great at titling stuff until it's done. Mm. Yeah, fair. If it's about people ignoring her or kind of taking her for granted and, and it's supernatural, we could call it ghosting or something similar. Ooh, ghosting might be nice yeah oh yeah that is but nice. they don't ignore her they sort of they sort of put upon her and she 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 doesn't know her she doesn't understand what her worth is because she hasn't seen anyone like her in 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 that sort of position before so she sort of mm. takes her life as it is given to her but she yeah. denies it all the way through the first bit and she's constantly reminded by these various ghosts that pop up in her life but she doesn't get it until the very end where she defeats the big bad who is who is the bad bad the big bad i would say get a really sort of narcissistic uh, white girl as the nemesis for the for the first like some real I horrible alright <laughs> oh, great she's, she's in <laughs> so I also want this all to be around people that are in their 30s I'm not talking this is not a teen binge worthy supernatural TV program this is a and this is one with adults in it because that's the other mm. thing that we've already discussed is that these shows are always surrounding teenagers and I think yeah. that I think the Angel Buffy's um uh Buffy's spin-off series which was um targeted at adults was um, actually oh, it's hard to say but it, was, it it sometimes it was better. Oh, I hate saying that. Oh, I feel bad. I feel really bad. I feel like I feels it feels like betrayal. Um but safe was, space, just safe uh, space. Yeah. I think uh, I think that all these people should be in their 30s. I'm so sorry I keep I'm gen, it's genuinely annoying me that I can't come up with a good pun title for this because this is like <laughs> this is like my one's really good skill in life and it's failing me right now. Lizzo can see ghosts. Now look, now look, that people are going to click on that on Netflix. That's true. I would watch that. Lizzo can see ghosts. I'd be like, go on then. Yeah. I would as well. Yeah. <laughs> and her friend, and then the tagline is, and her friend Gavin, who is also a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I've got it. Go on. Boo. Boo. Boo might be, yeah, boo's good. Although it does sound like poo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 think, I think to make it to make it clear, you can call it boo with, you know, big text. And then the small text under it can just say, Lizzo can see ghosts, including Gavin, who's also a ghost. Which was uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have a longer title. Just to make sure that everyone gets it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There'll be more because you watched in just a moment. But before that, I just wanted to remind you that we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Look us up at YouWatchedPod. That's at YouWatchedPod. Send us a message, say hi. 
Tell us what you think or, you know, just give us nice compliments. In fact, we prefer that. If anything, you can give us a five-star review and what better time to do that than during this break. Georgia, what have you got for us? Okay, so it's not set in a school, um, but my um, TV program is called Shasaya. Okay, so I think the name, maybe I'm a bit worried that the name fits into the genre better than the content. But anyway. How are you spelling Shasaya? Um, S-H-E, Saya, S-S-I-A-H, like Messiah. Ah, I see it. Shasaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, a main character is Rachel Rogers, and she lives in a small fictional town, um, and she lives alone with her small son, Hunter. Now, um, Rachel was brought up in a really scary Orthodox Christian family, but managed to escape them when she was pregnant, and so now has to lie low to ensure that they can't find her. So she's kind of pretty stealth in her day-to-day existence. Um, and we see her going around a bit in her daily life, you know, at work, um in her local town and she is a kind woman like not saccharine not like organizing you know sponsored tough mudders not like doing bake sales not um like tweeting about her good deeds but she is like a kind thoughtful generous good member of the community you know yeah just a good woman um she also um in Buffy uh I don't know if you remember this but I always used to love the asides that they do to themselves. So like whenever mm-hmm. anyone leaves a room, they just, you know, they close the door and then they say something kind of quirky to themselves, like you know, like a witty comment. So anyway, she talks to herself <laughs> a lot. Like we see her talking to herself in the mirror, talking to herself in the shops. She's a bit of a loner. Um, and uh, anyway, so we get to know this Rachel. And one night um, she has a visitation from an owl who is a bit like Donkey from Shrek. So like a lippy kind of arrogant owl who tells her that God has turned their back on the world and has been looking for a new leader to start afresh and wants to choose Rachel to start a new religion. Like wipe the slate clean, Mm -hmm. let's begin again. Now, Rachel is like, oh my God, absolute no, no way. I don't want this. Religion is hell. And Owl is like, look, I, please just do this. I will give you seven days. And she's like, no, 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 no seven. Way too biblical, stop Nothing it. to do with seven, exactly. <laughs> He's like, fine, fine. I'll give you eight days and eight episodes, the key element, um, eight days to see if you can get into it. Because I'm going to give you all these new superpowers, essentially, because, and because we can't trust anyone else with these insane skills I'm going to give you, but we can trust you. Like, we really believe in you. Um, so he tells her to bring some good into the world, Rachel, and then Al disappears. Now, obviously, Rachel is like, this is absolutely hell. I mean, I do not want to do this. Darkness is unconquerable. Look at everything. Look at all the inequalities that exist. World leaders. I'm so ill-equipped. And his her son is like, mom, I want a new bike. And, you know, everything's just, she, she can't bear it. But luckily for her, she's got this neighbour, Marlon, who spent a couple of years in prison for fraud um, and has since reformed, uh, a reformed Buddhist. But all their stupid neighbours like alienate Marlon because of his past. So him and Rachel are kind of the outcasts of the town um, and like bond over what he, she waves at him when he, she sees him doing Tai Chi in the garden every day, you know, whatever. Um, she enlists his help 
And they go on this eight day voyage or eight episode voyage of discovery into bringing good into their little shitty town. So she's manifesting some sort of superpowers, you say? Yeah. What sort of thing? Is she like reading minds so she knows who she needs to convert and kind of make good again? Or can she just fly around so she can save people real quick? I think she can like do... She can just do with cool stuff. <laughs> Turning water into wine, walking across yeah. the river. Like making, you know, like Lazarus rise again or whatever, yeah. like moving boulders. Maybe there have to be some kind of traditional biblical elements in there, which she then overturns. Right. And is like, no, that's shit, I want to do something better. Turns water into gin. I don't know. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, it's gin o'clock or, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And she's exactly. got to have like, she's got her followers, yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah. she builds up this like team of disciples mm-hmm. um, who are all, you know, at first glance you would think would be the, you know, the stock characters in the town who cause trouble. But gradually she manages to get them on side and they become this merry band. Now, obviously the problem that uh, Jesus had was um, he was rough, <laughs> r- ruffling up the wrong people he was it was was upsetting the the powers that be are there any like overarching powers like proper lex luther types that uh that are politically involved i think it has to be small town so like a small town uh what they call the sheriff or whatever of the town maybe well jade you're 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 an expert of the kind of because buffy's all in a small town right like who are the sort of traditional tropes that they rope in to be baddies in that i think maybe having your big bad come from the inner sanctum would probably be a better narrative you rather than pulling people in have just show a character going bad so like breaking what about marlon then what about the neighbor marlon maybe he turns on her yeah i think it'll also be good in one season to have a big bad that starts off as a big bad but then perhaps becomes a close friend or love interest yeah comes a small Mm. good that's the yeah. That's mm. season two of Buffy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why I suggested it because of Angel. That wasn't me pretending like I just came up with that from the top of my head. <laughs> where, are you, where are you setting this, Georgia? What um... you mentioned it was a small town. Did you mention its name or did I forget it? I thought think Jade might be quite good at this actually. Well, it needs it needs to have a, a fictional name. What about Goodmanville? Perfect. Goodmanville. I, 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 okay, good, what was that? Goodman's Goodmanville? Goodmanville. I'm literally looking at something that says the word Goodman on it and I've added Ville to the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's probably how they all do it, isn't it? I think we, we could also, we could also uh, in, an, in an extra effort to save some money, we can just set it in Canada because it's, it's cheaper to film there anyway. And, and also, <laughs> also has the extra benefit of it being slightly amusing that uh, the second coming happens in Canada. It's like, oh, you just missed it. Just yeah. one country, just one country <laughs> over. If in doubt, stick it in Canada. And you know what I would like? I, I would like to see a small Canadian town that is just full of dickheads. Because you don't see that, do you? Like that's not that's not that's not the cliche of Canada. And I think no, we can nice nicely people. subvert expectations by it's just being a, a town full of rotters. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be there's got to be a bit where our main character is doing the walking on water trick. And then they're like, but it's frozen. That's We can all walk on water. Exactly. It's, we're in Canada. <laughs> I think Justin Trudeau could be like a secret demon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He looks like he's someone wearing a, a vaguely handsome skin suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he's just going to take off his face like in Mission Impossible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also think there needs to be a jumping the shark moment. Like there's a moment where the, the show goes on holiday. 
and uh, you know they, they end up like in Hawaii or something, and then Rachel is being chased by more of the supernatural. <laughs> yeah, she, she just can't get a break. You know, even Jesus got to go to the mountain for a bit and have a have a bit of a meditate. <laughs> Poor Rachel. I do realise I've grouped together religion and um and the supernatural. I'm sorry about that, but um hopefully that can be There's worked around. Fair bit of crossover. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, if, if Jade... someone if someone like multiplied thousands of fish, I think you could go, Yeah, that's pretty super. I think I think that totally counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jade, do you have do you have any suggestions for uh, characters for this? Uh, for cast, sorry, for casting. Um, for cast, uh, um, ooh, are you wanting them to be American? Don't have to be. Could be Canadian. You get the Bieber in there. Oh yeah, just oh. fill it with entirely Canadian, already known. <laughs> exactly. We'll get Celine Dion. Ooh. We'll have Shakira. No, Shakira's <laughs> not Canadian. Why did I think Shakira? I, I am now. I am now searching famous Canadians. Jim Jim Carrey, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds, Avril Lavigne. No. She needs to be in it for sure. There's loads of supernatural shit surrounding Avril Lavigne's um, uh, oh, yeah. true identity. Like people don't believe she's the same person because she went from being super cool to marrying Chad Kroger, and no one could understand it. So I think we definitely <laughs> put Avril Lavigne in this and get her to be like really fucking weird. Yeah, I love it. Keanu Reeves grew up in Toronto. He now he's a get. He's a get. Oh, he'd be. Do you know what I learned the other day is that um, Keanu uh, John Wick was supposed to be called Scorn, but Keanu Reeves kept <laughs> calling it John Wick in interviews, and eventually <laughs> the marketing team were like. I mean, it'd be too costly to change it now, so they just they just made it John Wick instead. Absolute legend. <laughs> oh, and fan oh. favorite casting of the show, Sandra Oh is apparently Canadian. Oh, perfect. Oh, All right. I love her. Sandra Oh is this, as the the second coming. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Rory, do you mind writing to her quickly? Yeah, I'm just going to shoot a quick email. One second. What we want to <laughs> do is do some sort of stunt to grab the attention of the big execs up in Hollywood City. Uh, so maybe Sandra O oh, like goes to um, Santa Monica Pier and parts the parts the ocean. They always go to Santa Monica Pier. Um, uh, Buffy went to the pier in an episode. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a go sign. There. And you do, yeah, Jade. I think you should come with us. And when we're pitching it to them on Santa Monica Pier, you can say, you know, Buffy was here, and they'd be like, Oh, well, now we're definitely sold. Yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, I'm in. Great. I'm in. <laughs> Can you sum up those two pictures for me? Yes, so we've had two amazing new additions to the Because You Watch Slate today. First up is Jade's idea, Boo! Lizzo can see ghosts, including Gavin, who is also a ghost, which stars (laughs) Chantel, played by Lizzo, who is in her 30s and can speak to the dead, even though, honestly, she's not very happy about it. She's quite freaked out about the whole thing, to be completely honest, and rather just play games (laughs) and slink into the background doing normal things things she works as a receptionist in a building where she's taken for granted everyone wants to have her listen to them but no one really wants to listen to what she's got to say that is until one day a spirit guide ghost called gavin opens up her eyes to this otherworldly goings-on and implores her to help him out with the whole situation because gavin thinks she is the key to stopping an imminent apocalypse it's a tale of self-worth as she has to learn to overcome how she feels about herself 
how others treat her and realise just how special she really is by about the finale of season one. She fights demons and ghosts and all sorts of beasties that represent all the things that are holding her back in life and maybe even she's going to save the world in the process. Only uh, two seasons of this one. We really want to get it just out of the way and ready to binge as soon as possible, to be quite honest. <laughs> and that is Boo. Next up, we've got George's idea, She Sire. It stars, well, it's got Rachel Rogers, who is played by Sandra Oh, who lives in a small fictional town of Goodmanville in Canada with her small Thank son, you, Jade. Hunter, <laughs> uh, laying low from her very religious family, hiding out there. She goes about her deadly life being kind and generally just a really bloody thoughtful person. Uh, but then one day she meets a lippy owl who drops a, blom- a bombshell that God has turned his back on the world and wants to start afresh with a new religion and Rachel has been chosen. She gets given slowly manifesting superpowers and the uh, owl leaves her to kind of stew on that and she needs to deal with basically the whole world or at the very least her whole town's problems so she spies her neighbour Marlon who is a reformed Buddhist reformed as in reformed from crime (laughs) not reformed from buddhism uh and sees that he's clearly got some sort of spiritual connection and teams up with him to spread goodness uh to every inch of the town using her supernatural powers to do way more cool versions of things from the bible uh to kind of win people over Uh, all sorts of evil pops up all over town and the country to stop her from saving mankind and maybe some of these conflicts might come from within rachel's most closest and trusted allies. That is She Sire. Those are our two ideas for this episode. Two amazing new additions to the Because You Watch Slate. Yeah, wow, my ones. I'm, I mean, the other one sounds fantastic, but I'm really chuffed at how well you've made that sound. How good you've made the sound. <laughs> it's an amazing idea. I, I'm merely the messenger. Rory, right. it's a real skill you've got there, though. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I can't see how we can fail. These are fantastic Mine's ideas. Mine's made. You fucking wait and see. I, mine, mine, mine have got made. I'm manifest. I'm woman festing that. <laughs> Put it out into universe. The spirits that be are listening to it. I can feel it's going to happen. That's Lizzo. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the final thing is to say thank you so much for coming to us with those ideas because you're going to make us filthy rich. Um, Jay, do you have anything to plug for our listeners? Um, yes, please watch my Amazon Prime special, Serious Black Jumper, which uh, is available on Amazon Prime. I recently got long listed for an Emmy with this, so there's some um, that, that's some uh, credibility for you. Amazing. Almost egoting um, already. Uh, almost egoting. I won't get the I won't get the real nomination, but it's just nice to be on the list anyway. Well, I think by the time that Boo gets picked up we can have you as a cameo on that as well. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be in this I'm going to be the Giles character yes nice. oh yes great sorry I interrupted your I interrupted your plug date I'll let you pick up from where you were no worries also as well as my Amazon Prime special I have something coming out in June on Netflix worldwide uh, it's already available on channel 4 called Crazy Delicious. It's a concept food show where all of the ingredients that the contestants use for their food is foraged from the set. And it's me, Heston Blumenthal, Nicholas Eckstedt and Carla Hall. And it's about to go worldwide on Netflix at the, I think sometime at the end of this month. Yes, excited about that. I was also going to say how how enjoyable it was to see you uh, pop up in um, Good Omens. That was a lovely oh, yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, loved that. I am. Um, I ended up getting really sick when I did that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not an ill person often. And if I am ill, I can normally just go. <coughs> let's just get on with it. But I came down with like horrific flu in 20 minutes whilst I was sat opposite Miranda oh. Richardson, who ended up having to oh. stop us midway of a 15 minute scene that you couldn't stop in, and she ended up stopping by going, 
I think Jade needs a tissue because basically where we were all holding hands during the seance. So I played Julia Petley in the seance scene with Madam, uh, with um, what's her name? Uh, Madam Tracy. Miranda Madam Richardson's Tracy. Character. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So they're all holding hands. And because I was holding the other cast members' hands, I couldn't wipe my own nose. So I just sat there and streamed. And bless Miranda. She was like, I think Jade needs a tissue. Oh. Um, which I'll be honest, I, I, it's the first time I, I sit across sort of at an acting dynasty such as Miranda Richardson and I snot on um, her. <laughs> So, <laughs> but it was an amazing experience. And what's been really great is um, realizing quite how obsessive the fans are. And also in a different way than they were with Buffy, there's like a real level of intelligence with the fans that watch that show. I, I, th- I think it's fantastic. And Neil Gaiman's an absolute prince. Yay. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. That's everything I wanted to hear. He's great. Um, Georgia, have you got anything to plug for us? No, um, just pop along and see me in my hobbit hole if you want. Uh, wave at me through the window and I'll uh, poke out my head and come and say hi. <laughs> what about you? Me? Well, I just want to remind everyone that they can follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at You Watched Pod. Review us on Apple Podcasts yeah. and subscribe to us if you haven't already. Why wouldn't you? You ruddy idiots. Woo! <laughs> This episode of Because You Watched featured Jade Adams, Georgia Maguire, Rory Binks and me, Beck Hill. It was produced by Joe Grace and Martin Tricky. 